Welcome back to the Clocked Out, Clocked Out. Clocked Out Podcast. Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast with Paulo Montero. It's like yeah. a rabbit hole. I could talk to anybody about this all day. I mean, we have so much to talk about. We're the first ones to judge us and the last ones to love us. That was a product of this whiskey. Cheers. 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 Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast. Oh man, it's a new year. I know I already put out an episode this year, but I recorded it in 2021. Um, but this is uh, the first episode that I'm actually recording in the new year. And, uh, you know, I'm glad glad you're back on, Eddie. W- welcome back. Thank you for having me back. And I actually, uh, maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. But I didn't realize we were the first one out of the gate this year. So yeah. I'm excited about first, that, man. That's first awesome. one out of the gate. And um, it, it definitely... Uh, it's definitely been a long, long time coming because you've been on before, and and that conversation was great mm. to the point where uh, I don't even think it should have ended, mm. but because I think we were drinking for two hours more and, after yeah. you, after we and hit talking stop. for two hours more. The, you said we could get another podcast out of what we just did. Now that we're done recording, we could right, have got another right. one. Right, we of it. pretty much did one podcast on air and one podcast off air and it was perfect um yep. and it's lost to the ages now this right. isn't a recap of that second uh-uh, one uh-uh. we're gonna come something fresh. that is lost to the bottle of whiskey that was downed <laughs> gone completely downed um but yeah welcome back and uh, last time you were on the show uh you were running for office um i don't know if you want to touch up on that a little bit and let let people know uh who may not know you you mm-hmm. know what happened and what your intentions are going forward sure so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, I uh, I decided to run for office last year um, for the same reason a lot of people do. You know, I want to see something done, so I feel like I want to help make it happen. Um, I'm proud to admit I got 454 votes. Hell yeah! Um, I got the least votes out of any candidate, but I got votes. There you go. <laughs> and here, hold on one second. Let me just fix that for you. Here's uh, why is that loose? Who the hell is messing with my who's damn? Who's messing with things? Yeah, for real, stealing cups, messing with things. <laughs> You've been ripped off. I've been fucking bamboozled. Um, but yeah, this is the best compliment I got. My daughter says to me, "Daddy, how many people voted for you?" I said, "454." She says, "Well, if I was old enough, it would have been 455." Damn. I'm like <laughs> dropping gems. <laughs> Oh, she's, she's full of them. Oh, man, she's that's great. Full of them. That's I great. quoted her in a speech during the campaign. Yeah, she's you got a smart person daughter. I know. She's the smartest person I know. But, um, yeah, so, you know, like a lot of first-time, first-timers, I lost that race, but I feel very, very happy about, about how it went, regardless As of you that. should. You had 400 people behind you. I know. And 400 and, plus. You know, don't forget the plus. Yeah, you know, a yeah. Plus there. Every, every one of them matters. And, you know, the thing is, it's not just about that number. It's about the experience. I learned so much from the people I ran on, alongside, not just against. Mm-hmm. I, ran, I learned from them, too. But... Um, it was it was a very fun race to run. Even you seemed like was, you enjoyed it. You were all in. I, I I did. I did. It's just there was so much to cover. That's just why I feel like I belong in that in in that arena because right. there's so much to cover, and so much of it is heavy and super important. And I just want to talk about all of it, and right. I enjoy being able to. So I Great. mean, some people are burdened by it and they don't want to go down that road. No, and, they and, stick and to I one. I wouldn't recommend they do. They stick to one thing. And that's yeah. their thing, and that's what they run on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they can they have it. other opinions too, but they usually, from what I know, and I'm my, you know, the reason why I have you on the show 
is because you're into politics, right? Mm. And we just had this conversation, and um, I would like to get more people like that on the show because I like to hear from everybody. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not a matter of like you're right or wrong. Right. It's a matter of okay, you have a different opinion, yeah. or you have a different belief, and as long as you could create an opinion or a belief, then it exists. Right. right. That's and, it's and it valid. should be heard. And it's it valid. should be heard. That's a good way to put it. You don't have to respect anybody's opinion. You don't have to believe in the same shit that. But you have to respect that it is an opinion, right? Yeah. I, you, you ever heard the phrase "in good faith," like approaching something in good faith? Mm-hmm. It just means objectively. Like mm-hmm. when you show up, you're down to see what happens. You right. don't have aspirations or you know plans and schemes. Mm-hmm. You're just there to take it in, and that's how you want people to approach a negotiation or a mm-hmm. compromise. So, um, like you just said, everyone's opinion is valid and deserves to be heard, and that's how I think of it. I think if you approach, do me a favor, just talking to them. If yeah, you if you approach an argument um, in good faith, why? Well, if you don't do that, then you come to the table looking to make your point felt right. and your right. your your side win or what have you. Uh, I think every conversation should be approached with two things in mind. I am willing to give you a chance to change my mind and I should be looking to hear other perspectives on what I have in my head so that I can be certain or maybe make my idea stronger. Right. I, one, one, one of my um, happiest times during a campaign was just a regular conversation with somebody. She was already a supporter of mine and I was talking to her about a policy I had and she just mentioned one thing and I, I went right home and I told her I was going to do this. I went right home and incorporated what she said into my policy. She just strengthened strengthen my policy just a conversation and she made me see something that i had been obsessing over Mm -hmm. a different way just with one remark right and it it improved my approach i thought and i and i adapted it it's always better when you have more eyes on something right always whether they're the same eyes or not it's always better and now the problem that we have right is when those eyes don't really let you look at anything else. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to at least acknowledge that other opinions exist. Mm-hmm. If you're the type to sit back and be like, you know what? Nah, fuck that. What I say goes and everyone has to think to say, imagine if we all thought the same way, yeah. how boring this fucking life would be. Come on. I'm glad that there's, I'm glad that there's not negative friction, but I'm glad that there's friction as far as differences. Yeah. You know, I don't like... That's where you get your criticism from, which makes you stronger. I don't like the combative Mm. um, things that are happening in society today and and still happening. You know, we all thought that, you know, things would get better. Um, I don't think anything's really... I mean, maybe in the right direction, but I think things are just... That, that's what people are living for now is to is to be divided. I'm going to use myself as an example because sometimes things don't get better. Until they get really bad? Well, I was going to say some, <laughs> that's a thing too. Sometimes things don't get better necessarily. It's just that people get distracted mm-hmm. or choose to stop paying attention. Uh, and it feels like things have gotten better. I used to obsess over national politics. Um, and then like something snapped in me. And not in a bad way, I was so wrapped up in what's going on. And then enough started to happen in my own community that I I wanted to jump into that conversation. And that made me want to run. And, and almost from that moment, 
that I, I check out from national politics. I right. didn't have the luxury to stop and pay attention to that. I was too focused. But now that the campaign is over, my campaign, I'm still in that mind frame, and I feel free. Like, I don't want Nation- so hard to focus national on what they're doing politics, nationally. Yeah, national politics could only change your life so much. That's true. The it local politics. can, but really oh, yeah. not, not, as, not as, as much, I no. think, as local. Um, it's really Local politics, they are crucial. For example, I went to Waterford. I didn't have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I come to you know Groton has the mask mandate. It's a bit different, you yeah. know, and that's all local um, mandates. That's all mandated by local politicians. Mm-hmm. You know, things that happen locally impact your everyday life a lot more than things that happen nationally. Yeah. Of course, nationally, you know, you, you still have things that will impact your everyday life. No one's saying that, but the biggest impact is definitely, definitely, definitely locally. Yeah, I, I just – I didn't expect myself to be on this trajectory. I've always, always like sort of obsessed over national politics, and then now I'm not. Right. And I will be quite honest with you. The last president totally burned me out, and this president is a bore, among other things. But I mean, <laughs> So like, it's like two extremes. <laughs> it's, it is. It is. It's we need like, someone young in there, it, man. It is. It's like imagine if uh, imagine if you were screaming Happy New Year in a crowd and it's a party, and then at 12.01 someone shut the lights off and just put a little lamp on and like every, the music stopped. You're like, what? Wait. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, what is happening? And <laughs> – it's like a little it's like jarring like right and that's where i feel we are now but then all along the way you know there's still things happening uh that you can't ignore but just just the exact conversation about national politics and what they're doing up there in washington i, I mean, really don't I'm think burnt out on it i re- well as you should be as everyone should oh, be. they make it easy for you to be like all right turn off the fire hose i can't, can't my... stop shooting at me right but i don't feel like any issues that we had before are gone i don't i think it's just a new face the same issues mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like there's no like everyone thought everyone thought and everyone was so passionate about this new face and um big changes coming and and coming together and this and that it's this the the issues are deeper than one person mm-hmm. oh yeah on both sides yeah. it doesn't matter if you're talking about donald trump or joe biden it doesn't matter the the roots of the issues mm-hmm are so deep that it's not no one president's going to change it society's going to change it yeah yeah no that's that's certainly true it's always it's always bigger than the one person my favorite is when they blame gas prices on the president you never really could and it's a, it's a favorite thing to do uh so people it's I just think, an, i think people just when okay so uh, i might it, be wrong here but when when one side wins the other side reaches for anything you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh, to, to, to just to just fucking knock the other side down, and that I don't even have to say names for you to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, it's a thing. We it's ping a thing. Pong. We ping pong. It's a thing. Forth, when your side does not win, mm-hmm. you're scratching and clawing at anything you can to take down the winner. You know what I mean? And, and to the point where no one's really getting a chance, yeah. you know, at all. Yeah. And if you ask me, this whole like. Uh, no offense to the old people that tune in, but this old people in office shit needs to stop. <laughs> old people in office shit needs to stop, man. Because how are we going to move forward to future ideologies and future um, a, a future society when we got the past running shit? So I think what you meant to say was, 
Eddie, you know what I'm in favor of? Term limits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have probably been less offensive to the that's older also people. That's also why I'm here. Okay, I'll yeah, shine that right up for you. See, see, that's why I I appreciate you on the show because you you're taking okay. So Ooh, a lot, but but a lot of people, and, and and this is why I think you being on the show often would be great. A lot of people, they including myself, are ignorant to um, just general knowledge of politics, especially politics because you're you're here and. Um, they don't understand what's actually going on, mm. you know? So if I bring in someone who does or who may, you know, I'm not expecting you to have all the answers, of course, but someone who's brighter yeah, in I'm this not topic. Jeff, I'm not Jeffrey Tubin. No, no, I mean. no, no, no. no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but someone who's um, a little more experienced in this um, mm-hmm. topic than the everyday person, then I'm doing my job right because my job here is to have conversations that might – educate myself and people listening you know yeah and i and i'll fire a comment a comment back at you or a compliment back at you too it's an easy synergy because i think at the top of your list uh of job duties is is to is to keep us engaged and to keep the conversation going and it's easy it's easy to do that when i oh my gosh uh, it helps that you're a chatty Kathy because I am. So I we am. can just ping pong. I am. Mm. I am. Even you know what's crazy? Even on days where I don't feel like having a podcast, I'm just feeling like maybe like shit or feeling down or whatever, and, and, um, and I force myself to sit in this chair and talk because sometimes it's like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's fun as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I have to force myself to sit here, I still, I don't know. Maybe it's the bullshitter in me, but I can still talk. Yeah. Like I'm fully engaged. I think it's a little for bit. An of, hour and a I half. think it's a little bit of that. Let's be honest. But also, I mean, you're kind of at the mercy of whoever's sitting in my seat and whatever exactly. we bring to the table. Like, you, then you'll become engaged because you're a I've conversationalist. Had some stale, I've I don't had know some if you stale, know that about yes, yourself. Yes. And so yeah. we we can bring you into that right away. You're sitting in your chair. You got your headphones on. You're in your you're in your catbird seat. Yep. And then we just get you to halfway, right and then to you're it. gonna bring it over the finish line. You're already ready. Right. Um. you you need both right and and so like i said the point of you being here uh is to really educate your everyday person which i would consider myself the average everyday person as far as my knowledge in politics and really maybe shed light on something that they didn't know before because right now you know i am aware that there's a lot of friction and bad friction and uh, a lot of combative uh, conversations going around uh, between the two sides in our society. And and, um, a lot of the times people are engaging in these conversations without any knowledge of why they're in that conversation Mm -hmm. and what they're even standing for. They have no idea. They have no idea. And they don't even know like certain terms exist or what topics they're even talking about. Mm -hmm. The only thing that they know is that they're defending their team. Tribalism. Right. It's it's tribalism it's, definition it's, of it. It's definitely in our DNA to be tribal. So I like I like to um and I'm glad you framed it up like that because I think I think one of my main missions is to not only strive to get people to push for a more streamlined, easier way of governance, but um to, to do that myself, I don't think that makes sense. But in addition to wanting to run for office so I can try to make things more accessible, uh-huh. I, I also want to inspire people to understand that it can be that way. I don't want to just be the only one representing that. I'm trying to get people to see it because it's important. Like 
when you want something from your city government, mm-hmm. not just like how many times like, there's things you could want from the local government. You're like, why would I even ask? Like they're they're on another planet. It feels like when I send them a letter or an email and get something from them, forget about it. I'd rather yeah. send it to Jupiter and hope something comes back. Right. It feels that way. But guess what? At your at your local level, it can feel that way, too. And I really don't think it has to be that way. I don't think it has to be that way either. You see somebody like, I like this analogy. A mayor is the CEO of a town. The governor is the CEO of the, the state. And the president is, in effect, the CEO of the country. And it's not where all the power is, but that's where most of it is. And so they, they that's have to... That's where the to, final say is. Yeah, thank you. They have to run things, most things, and delegate to things that they can't... And so I like that approach. And uh, when you look to run a company, you, you, you try to streamline. You try to make it accessible to all the employees. You don't want to put things behind that many layers. You know what I'm saying? And that's how government is just expected to be. And I really don't like that. No. And it makes people disengage from the government. And if people aren't inspired or if people don't feel confident reaching out to the government for help, and they just disengage, you think you're going to get them to engage enough to run and change the government? Never. No. So that's that's what's important to me is to get people to understand it really doesn't have to be that difficult, and uh, it, it should be simplified. I think um, if people were as involved physically, their town meetings or anything like that, physically involved mm-hmm. in their local politics or even national politics, if you want to go that far, um, in as – if they were as present in those scenarios as they were arguing with their third cousin on Facebook about – Or someone else's third cousin. Right, right. Or <laughs> There has to be no about, blood link at all. <laughs> about a controversial thing said by, I don't know, Miley Cyrus, then yeah. like what? Like wh- <laughs> you're so – you just spent three hours mm-hmm. writing paragraphs. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you spent those three hours writing – a fucking letter or a proposal or a proposal to your fucking city council or mm-hmm. anything like that mm-hmm. um it's it boggles my mind mm-hmm. me personally i'm not too passionate about politics mm-hmm. until uh, just like anybody else i'm sure uh it directly impacts my everyday yeah, yeah. life in yeah. that moment yeah, i didn't yeah. do shit leading up to it but in that moment oh shit now i care yeah. you know what i mean but it's time to vote what yeah. was your name again yeah, right that's exactly <laughs> see that's exactly what i do it's sad. A lot of people do it. It's sad, but that's exactly what I do. A lot of people do it. Um, I do very minimal research. I research very minimally in um, last minute, mm. and then I make a choice. But here, here's what I would say to that, because you're not a space alien. A mm. lot of people do that. But in the moment when you have to make this, uh, you know, hastily made decision, mm-hmm. what what sort of things? factor into your decision and i'm not asking you to tell me i'm just saying i don't think you are looking at red or blue and then that's the end of it i really don't think that and that's why that's all right i mean you you wait at the last minute to kind of feel someone out and see if you think they sound honest or look at one or two of their policies that's that's different than being like oh i'm late to the party who's blue again all right great right what the is that right no because then you have um you have shitty outcomes and Uh, I I try not to be like that, but I also don't trust that any any politician what they're saying is actually true at all. Mm. I I think that anytime you have a politician um, that isn't bought, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, but that's so rare. In um, 
have probably unknown, you know, but yeah. uh, it, it sucks that it comes down to, well, shit, I don't know who I'm going to vote for, so let's just go with, you know, what I was raised to vote for or whatever, you know, yeah. and, and, and that, that's where a lot of people are. They are defending a team as if they were, a, for example, a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. They're defending the Giants um, as if they were a Giants fan their whole lives. But I bet you they can't name one player on the Giants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or uh, tell me about one of the plays they ran. Right. That won them the game last week or, or whatever. Or tell them about when's the last time they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, like they can't, they, they just don't, and, and I'm guilty of it too. They don't, we do not know. What the fuck is actually going on? Mm. And um, how do you get people more involved? How do you get people to want to be more involved in the right way? Because people are involved, mm-hmm. clearly, you know, on social media, in viral videos, on the news, like anywhere you go. Now, more than ever, it's all about politics. Mm-hmm. How are people involved in politics but the wrong way? So, f- first of all, uh, desensitization is such a big problem in america across all like levels um that when it comes to something like uh harsh politics it's hard to get people to understand that they're actually harsh when compared to what an episode of jersey shore a rob zombie movie Mm -hmm. what donald trump says is not harsh compared to those things it's not no it's not as offensive it doesn't look as offensive that's just a reality. And so people are so taking in so much content. Now they're taking it in 15 seconds at a time. And it looks like all different manner of things. And it's hard for us to stop and point out something that's really, really bad. Because we're looking at all this other stuff and it's just like comical. It isn't taken as seriously. And so I just wanted to point that out because that's an underlying problem that contributes greatly to the specific political problem. Which is dismissing people's opinions. Uh, or even the idea that you have to acknowledge their side because they're not on your side. And I think that social media is such a big culprit because it is designed, it's a shallow system. It's It, it does serve many good things, or mm-hmm. it does do many good things, but at, at its core, it's designed to get immediate reaction. And that equates to stimulation for the poster. So I post something and I'm looking to see how many people are going to like it. And I can tell how many people like it because they say I like it, mm-hmm. right? And that's not even accurate. I look at stuff all the time that gives me a chuckle. I don't like it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, thanks for sharing, you know? like Right. So it isn't even accurate. And that's another thing. It's not even, it's not even that thorough of a, of a measuring stick, but that's the measuring stick we go for. So we post something and we hope that it gets a reaction. And mm-hmm. so now, sorry, we are all trained to do that. So oh, yeah. with Especially us, now. every time we yeah. pick up our phone, we don't even realize we're looking to see how many people have reacted to something we did last week or earlier this morning. And so with that, with that ingrained in us, I feel, and this is where politics comes in, I feel like with that being the case, a lot of people post comments on political posts designed to get reactions. So now it doesn't matter if it's inherently racist objectively racist it doesn't matter if it's um if it's if it's offensive it it doesn't matter if it's a homophobic if it's offensive in any way that is so less important than the fact that i know because i commented on this post with this remark i'm gonna get all types of reactions and that makes it worth it and so 
what I've been able to establish online is I see so many times with people that I know and with people that I've never met that what they're saying is objectively racist, but I do not believe they are saying it because they're racist. I think they're looking for a reaction because social media trains you to do that. Of course. So of what course. do we call them trolls? But oh my gosh! I, I, oh, I, come I, st- on. I start to turn. Trolls exist everywhere. It's true, and, and that's like almost its own um, mentality now. It's all it's I, taking on I, its own. But I don't like that term anymore. Troll. What did we start with? The the um, desensitized. Mm-hmm. So we can just dismiss someone's ridiculous behavior as troll-like behavior, and then it becomes unimportant. It's the most important. You right. get online and you inject yourself into someone's subconscious with one little sentence you typed with your thumbs, all right? And maybe they kill themselves. Yeah. But, but everyone else is going to dismiss that comment as troll like behavior and then trolling. move on right. to cat videos. And it's, not, it's so important to, to, to pay attention to that type of thinking because it's ingrained in all of us. And many of us can handle it well, but. Me, a good portion of us are online just looking for reactions, and that could lead you down a very bad place. Let me ask you: Do you think um, the complete opposite? Like, let's let's go to the complete opposite side of that, right? Yeah. Um, do you think there that we may have? Um, I I don't know. This is where the average Joe conversation comes into play, right? Do you think that things like I don't know. We are brought to you by M and S Mechanical and Home Improvement LLC. If you need any HVAC or home improvement work, my guy, Anthony Merritt, is the guy to call. Uh, He does AC and heat installs, AC servicing, sheet metal, handyman work, or just general repairs. He's fully licensed and insured. I've known him for many years, and one of his things that he's always perfected his craft on was the passion for his HVAC work. We've been longtime friends and even uh, classmates. He is a great person and so great he will give you 10% off just for mentioning the Clocked Out Podcast. So if you have any home improvement jobs or any HVAC jobs that are coming up, I would definitely recommend Anthony Merritt. You can reach him at 203-841-8385 or on Instagram at msmechanical1. That is 203-841-8385. Or on Instagram at ms mechanical one. Let's just use movies as an example. Um, it's been a while since a movie like Super Bad has came out, mm, or Pineapple Express, mm-hmm. or some funny shit like that. Yeah. That says some shit mm-hmm. that could be offensive, but also is funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves it. Uh, you ask anybody. Um, now, have we gone too far with trying to? kind of um what's the word i'm looking for uh fuck i don't know but like screen what is being showed have we gone like too too far have we not gone far enough you know what i mean like where is the healthy balance because yes i do agree with you um those people that are trolls should be held accountable for the things that they say and I don't like when Facebook says, hey, what you're saying goes against my uh, our community <laughs> standards. I, I got, like, kicked off Facebook for, like, a week, and I didn't even know why. They yeah. said I posted – I tried posting a nude photo of myself. Oh, you did? I guess. I missed that. <laughs> that was a drunk night, I guess. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember that. Wow. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I maybe I got hacked. Maybe someone reported. I, I really don't know. Okay, why would I post a nude photo of myself on Facebook? If know. you go to my Facebook, it's there's trying, nothing trying there. Trying to get hits. I don't know. Trying to maybe. get trying to get reactions. Check out the Clocked Out podcast. <laughs> yeah, for for, <laughs> for nude photos and more. <laughs> no, but, but I'm I'm serious though, because you could only all right. So like, Facebook is clearly policing what we are yeah. saying on there. For a right reason, you know, you go on there, you say some shit. Um, let's just say, to be blunt, fat people, right? I'm fat, so I could kind of say that, right? But um, and, and you say some shit on there, and, and they block your account. A week ban. You're yeah. in timeout for a week. Yeah. Now, all right, I get that because, like, someone who feels self-conscious about their body or something like that may harm themselves or it might trigger them to do something that clearly is not good. Get that. But now, how far do you take that policing in what we say, what's right and wrong as a society, and what what can and can't be said? I'm pretty sure Dave Chappelle just pushes the envelope, right? Yeah. To the other way. <laughs> so it's like... He finds the line, and then he dances on it. Right. You know what and I mean? And he tells everyone to go fuck themselves because he doesn't <laughs> care. Yeah. You gotta respect him for it. At least he got the balls I for that. I absolutely respect him. <laughs> um, he 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 is um, very courageous. But no, I, I, so I, I hear you. And um, you know how far do we take censorship? And and you know when when is it appropriate? The thing about Facebook, and I and I like to remind myself censorship was yeah, the word I was yeah, looking cens- for. Censorship. Thank you. I like to remind myself um, of this fact about myself because if anyone knows anything about my politics, you might not expect me to say this, but I believe very much in the right for a private entity, not a publicly owned entity, something like Facebook. Uh Well, they have shareholders and stuff now, so I I can't even keep up, but just basically what I'm saying is, you know, like when you walk into a business, if, if it's not illegal and they ask you to do something, just do it or else you can leave. Like right. really and right. truly. If they want really you to wear, truly. yeah. If they want you to wear a mask, wear a mask. And you're Period. not gonna get sympathy from me if no. you're upset about the treatment you got on Facebook because I don't think you should be on it any goddamn way. You know what I mean? Like if I'm right. being honest, right. I mean you can go on it and do plenty of fun stuff, but it's not the be all end all despite what people think. And when you start to treat it that way, and then you get upset about what they're doing on there, like put your phone down and go find something else to do. Then right. And then another point is. It's. I, I like to remind people that um, Facebook is two things at once. It is not real life, not real life, but at the same time, it's so pervasive and important that as a forum, a public forum, you need to also think of it sometimes like a public square. Mm-hmm. We can't go stand at City Hall and just and hurl insults at each other without somebody being like, hey, 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 you know what I mean? Like, right. And then if I threaten you, you know what I mean? Like, someone's going to step in. You can't do that. You shouldn't be encouraging that. Now, what, what that, about but, private but What about hi- private Facebook groups? But to hide behind um, the, the fact you're in a comment section makes people feel like, even though it's a public forum, I can act like I'm not in a public forum is what I was going to say. Right. But um, the, 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 the private groups – like uh, for example, I'm in, I got invited into this group, right? It's pretty big. Yeah. It's like a it's like a really like dark humor yeah group. They say a lot of fucked up shit. Mm. A lot of shit that I'm even like me, I'm like mm, that's yeah. a little cringy. Yeah. It's a little yeah. cringy. Um and I know that you know, it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but one of the things that you sign up for when you go into the group cuz they also have a lot of funny shit in there. Yeah. Um when you go into the group, you, you say, hey, no one reports anyone. Like, this is a fucked up group. Mm-hmm. It's in the name. Yeah. Okay? And 
you're signing up for this. So you, if you're offended by something or if you genuinely think that something that's said is wrong here, by you signing up for the group, you have to ignore it because if you go and report people and shit like that, like this is not the group for you, yeah. right? So that's a private group. Not everybody can see it. You can't share shit from it. Yeah. Um, they actually frown upon that. Like if someone's here sharing a fucked up meme and you share it, then is someone knocking on my door? I don't think so. I think that was upstairs. <laughs> the more people are coming in from right. the floor. Um, but, you know, like, they're very, like, particular about their shit. And um, my question to you is, if that's a private group, right, mm -hmm. that's not public to all of Facebook, why would Facebook then go – do you think it's just, like, a algorithm thing? Because they still – Black people and shit. Yeah, that's 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 a very unique circumstance. Uh, so my my first answer is if everyone understands what they're signing up for, which that's what I said about Facebook. You know, it's going to be a lot of right. bullshit you don't want to go and deal with, right. so you scroll past it. And in this group, you know, I think of South Park. Mm -hmm. the The key to South Park's success is they don't discriminate when it comes to offending people. They just set about say to, it to, everybody. to treat everyone like they're ridiculous. And then I think we've already arrived at the point where no one can be like, why are you making fun of me? You didn't make fun of them. They're like, oh, yes, we do. Let me show you this episode. You know right. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. So it's baked in. And so now you know what you get. But I think a bit of that logic transfers over to the group you're talking about. You state out of the open, like, we're, we're, we're here to be zany and be crazy and, mm. and, and like dark, dark humor. And if someone gets offended, it's like, sorry, but I'm telling you that you can post something that would potentially offend me, and I'm going to have the same reaction I hope you have, which is to just scroll past it. Right. Because you, you came here for this kind of um, rousing. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, And so in those groups, yeah, I don't think anyone should be reporting each, anybody but, uh, because My question was more for Facebook that's itself. That's agreed upon. But I also like why don't, is Facebook banning people that post crazy shit in there, which they post a lot of crazy shit in there. I also don't think that in that group, even with that uh, – being laid down as the guideline that anybody should be like threatening anyone and that is something i if i was facebook i'd say get out of here you can't do i don't that. think they're but threatening if, if they're just coming in and being like this is too crazy you can't post this like they are i, I agree are. i don't i don't know where it stops and it's hard for them to catch it, like oh this a lot of things in that are said in there okay. yeah a lot of things that are said in there and this is just like the south park um yeah. analogy yeah. but a lot of things that are said in there are really fucked up. Yeah. Like really yeah. fucked up. I don't I don't doubt it. Um, I can imagine some But it's it's it. across all boards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everybody gets it, you know? Um but then Facebook's algorithm or computer picks up on it and it starts banning people. Yeah. You know? But that's a private group though. So it 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 boggles my mind at like censorship should exist. Totally get it. Yeah. Maybe um you could start like nitpicking at where it belongs because in a private group in my opinion it yeah. shouldn't belong in there yeah it's a little bit trickier to, to you sort, know what i mean to sort that out um it's 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 nuts that here, let me back up my reaction to that though is i i just i want people to go into facebook with the decorum and the sense that they'd be expected to go into any interaction public like any live interaction yes for and that's sure. just it is not the case no so what upsets me is i i feel strongly that and this is an assumption but 
I mean, if we have made a Facebook group and invited thousands or tens of thousands or more people to sit in and post pictures that would be dark or potentially offensive for a lark and to just have a few laughs, I need to make good and sure that every one of those people is working as hard to not offend anybody out there in the real world. And I'm afraid that that's not the case. Like, sometimes that kind of environment is, is called one thing. But that kind of nasty behavior and outlook on life is 100% carried over into real, real life. Real life. Okay. And that scares me. And so I, I, I think about people who have been exposed to elements of social media, in this case Facebook, that haven't had a chance to um, you know, get that face-to-face and learn decorum on their own. I, I, I always sound like I'm bragging when I say this, but I love when I was born. Because when I was born, the technology was not a thing. Yeah, like you're this. bragging. It's okay. <laughs> it seems like you're bragging. But, but I, I appreciate the bragging <laughs> though, because I do wish I was born a little earlier. But yeah. But but I came. I'm I'm like right at what a lot of people consider like right at the beginning of what can be considered a millennial. And I right. remember like there, like there's just technology was nowhere near as pervasive or, or present as it is now. But as I came up um, and got like high school and into college. Then, then it did start to show up, and then I immediately, like everyone else, got adapted to it. So I do see both sides, and I just – it makes me sad that, that not everyone has that luxury. Yeah. And basically what I'm saying is these kids today, you know, but I'm serious about it. I, I feel bad for them, and don't forget I have two kids today. Right. And they're it growing does, up it... in a world where these sensitivities are not, not – um, treated as important the idea that you have to watch what you say to somebody because you may offend them in person it's definitely gone on facebook it's definitely a pro and cons thing right about your time yes because you know um you could say the uh craziness that was allowed back then um uh, (laughs) shaped you to who you are today in a good way or shaped you to be an alcoholic today you know what i'm saying I'm not <laughs> no, okay, let's change that because you're drinking. I drink whiskey one time in a year. Let's just say, let's just say, a chronic gambler. Okay? I don't gamble. That's okay. a better one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm the one getting him drunk. And Here's I'm your the, thumbnail. And <laughs> no, but you know, you could say that that those times shaped you in a good way or a bad way. Yeah. Is what I was trying to say. Yeah, and yeah. um, it, it it's you like. You, you'll never have a perfect world where right. you just pick this from this era, pick that from this era, pick that. You, yeah. You'll never have that. And I think as long as we're on this crazy uh, roller coaster of a society, um, I, I hate to be that asshole because I like to be Mr. Positive. Uh, today, it's hard for me to be positive when, mm-hmm. okay, things changed in America, mm-hmm. okay? Um, politically, mm-hmm. we're going to stay on the topic of politics mm-hmm. and, um, things changed politically in America. What has changed in society in America? Nothing. Mm-hmm. We're still fighting with each other. Oh, we're yeah. like a bunch of kids that are in a daycare right now. Their parents are running late from work, trying to pick us up and, and we're just fucking over the day. Mm-hmm. We're just over it. I don't like you, Sally. We're fist fighting as soon as the the bell rings. Yeah. But no, it's – I don't know why I said Sally. I, I ain't fighting Sally. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll fight Robert. <laughs> but anyways, um, it, it it's crazy to me that we're still – it's like we like it. 
almost as a society we're certainly we, used to it we we're definitely used to it but it's almost like people love to fucking go against each other now this is as if it's this, like a sport this is what this isn't a, a side effect or a result of what i was saying before we we cannot ever forget how much we have been trained to seek approval where do you blame this train it's absolutely social media absolutely social just social media. media or media in general um yes and here's why i say that okay because before social media when you were seeking approval it was if you're in a bad way maybe from one or both of your parents or in a more uh ideal circumstance you're seeking approval from your teacher you know you're working on a project right this is this is okay this is okay and expected but nowadays we are on social media and we're seeking approval from our followers most of i have an instagram and i'm willing to bet i'm willing to bet the majority of the people that follow me don't haven't met me in person Mm -hmm. whatever you know whatever we're out here just sharing content oh look i put us i put this up it's aesthetically pleasing maybe someone else will think it or i thought this was a hilarious meme maybe someone else will and it's kind of done just to do it but there is still inherent in us that disappointment if it doesn't get a lot of likes. Of course. Or, or, or the elation when it does. It's right. ingrained in Especially every single one of us. Especially if you're passionate about it. Like, for example, um, shout out to my buddy James. Uh, he's been on the show multiple times. Great, deep conversation. Probably conversations that many stoners will enjoy. Uh, just deep life conversations. Yeah. Uh, conversation, Especially our last episode was crazy um just about existence in general Mm -hmm. and the disconnect from every day and um unfortunately that episode for some weird reason didn't get a lot of views it's like yo the gold yeah in that conversation um should be should be heard fuck around the world in my opinion but it, it was disappointing to see that because i know the content and i know how good of content it was and um yeah, it, it, it definitely – we're all guilty of it. If you're on social media or if you have any sense of uh, – outlet for a sense of approval, um, yeah, everyone is guilty of it. I would I would spin it around like this. Have you ever heard someone say, don't worry about what other people think? Yeah. If you believe that, how the fuck can you exist on social media? Right. You're right. there to put stuff up to get other people's opinion of it. Big fat period. Or you're there to fucking look at other people doing that. Those things (laughs) conflict. That's a basic – to me, I don't think it's my age. I don't think it's my parents. I thought it was just like common knowledge. Like you want kids to know that, right? We Mm -hmm. don't want them to be bullied and – we or succumb to to, to the pressures of a bully. We we want them to understand like you you can be on your own path and do what you think is right and you just – it's just I, I don't even believe I have to explain that concept. Don't worry about what other people think. But social media is literally engineered to make you do the opposite. Right. I, you I, are I've, putting something out there, your image, yeah. for people to judge it. Yeah. And and, and, and so I feel like that's why um, that's that goes back to what you were saying. Like like at this point, I feel like you feel like people just like to be opposed to each other and I, I i think it does feel a lot like that and they're just learning to be happy and exist in the reality but i don't think that's the source of it i think it's that they're just used to it right everybody is my team What's gonna... and, and 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 is what i'm doing gonna get likes from what, anyone what do you think's gonna change that well if it could be changed so a, or are we a, so far deep now that 
I am no looking back. I am hopelessly optimistic. Hopelessly optimistic. <laughs> hopelessly I like that. optimistic. Okay. Um, I just I am optimistic to a fault. Sometimes I'm overly optimistic, but what I'm saying is I don't have a specific answer that I can say will stop this and this is what we all need to be doing. But I am holding out hope that like anything too much of anything isn't good for you and like any phase we've all gone through and yeah i just called social media a phase um it should be that society (laughs) could come around and just be like i am so sick of this right i'm so sick of this and you know what i have news for everyone businesses ran companies grew relationships were formed societies functioned Mm-hmm. before social media right so if you're running around like the sky fell on your head because there's no social media then i feel really bad for you that would and be you're in the crippling. group of people that yeah. i told you uh are so ingrained in that thinking that everything is for likes and for validation yeah that you are just incapable of thinking what do i need to do for me right. what do i want to do for me what will, right. what will i do that i would want to double tap yeah right instead yeah. i'm just trying to come up with something or take a picture from somewhere else and post it on my page so someone will double tap my page it's a joke right but it is it is also seriously an issue that are affect is affecting a lot of people and so again i don't have a specific answer but i got an idea i do think that i i I would like to believe that eventually people are just going to be like is this what there is for me i saw this i saw this um on social media the other day (laughs) (laughs) The cure to like, social media is absolutely going to be found on social media. Of course. And disseminated uh, on social media. <laughs> let, me, uh, <laughs> let me break it down for you. It was really simple. Uh, they, someone suggested that social media should uh, be like a business where they open and close Ooh. every day. Wow. And imagine that. Imagine from <laughs> 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., Facebook is open. After 6 p.m., figure it the fuck out. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. You have 12 hours to fucking figure out your whole life. What are you going to do for those 12 hours? What would you do? You know what I mean? What would people generally do? Uh, When I look at my screen time on my phone, I want to throw up. I was like, wait. All right, I was so, a, I was on my phone for that long. So let me let me share something with you. So my my daughter and son they don't live with me. They live with their mom. Mm-hmm. Um, just six minutes away. See them all the time. They each have their own room in my house. But they don't live with me. Okay. This is important to the story. I am the one for her tenth birthday that got my daughter an I had an I pod. But um <laughs> no, no good no, gift. no sure connection it, no but... connection to YouTube, monitor okay. googling, uh, and this is specifically so that we, we can message each other. Oh, and that's she good. can call and FaceTime her grandparents. That's awesome. So she loves it. But I'm telling you this because my 10-year-old loves that phone, but when her time at my house is over, that phone is put down, and she lives for five days without it. That's awesome. It's super awesome because – It exposes her to it, so she's not completely yeah, ignorant to how it works. She can enjoy it, right. And – But she knows what it's like to be without it. She knows what it's like to put it down even when she doesn't want to and know that she can't pick it up for five days. Lots of people need to have that, and they don't. Lots of kids need to have that. And it's that. not something I engineered. 
I just no. took advantage of our unique circumstance, and I that is a benefit from it. And I am so happy about that, that she is Good. knows what it's like to put her phone down when she doesn't want to now, and be okay with is it. She, does she have access to a phone at her mother's house, though? No, it's an iPad, and it's gigantic. But the point is, <laughs> the, point is the same. That that I got you. Th- yeah, this yeah. I, okay. I, There's I, a disconnect. I heard I heard a, um I heard a wise man once say that nothing important was ever typed with your thumbs, and I just Ooh. I hold on to that. Ooh, so, I like that. So my daughter, same point. You know, she she's doing this all day. You know, but there's a time where she puts it down and stops doing that. You know what I mean? And and I I believe that that's 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 made her stronger well, when there's it a comes disconnect. to this subject. Yeah, there is, and so. You know, it sounds weird to say it, but like I'm still proud and happy that my ten year old every once in a while is like, I want to go outside. Or right. Like, I, I don't, you know, like, and, and right. still, she loves to paint. You know what right. I mean? There's no phone in her hand when she's doing that. Um, and so I'm just I'm proud of that circumstance, and I, I like to share it with people because it gets them thinking. I feel you know because we, it's, it a, it's a fate we're all accepting. Social media is going to be as much in your face or more as it is now when you're when you're sixty. Oh my right? gosh! Yeah. Well, also virtual and God, I don't reality. I want that to be true. Virtual oh, yeah. reality. Yeah. Why not focus on the actual reality before we start doing virtual? We can't get reality right. What it, makes you think we're going to get virtual reality well, right? Well, that's why, though. Because, okay, we screwed it up here, and we can't undo anything in real life, so let's all jump in the metaverse where we're just emojis. You know what I mean? And we can, you know, it's basically we live in The Sims. That's so fucking stupid. It's, that's so fucking it's, stupid. It's a reality, You know what's crazy though. at my job, right? Without talking too much detail about it, mm-hmm. right? Where I'm in training and this and that, right? Mm-hmm. And we have this specific amount of work to be done. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, like, articulate mm-hmm. this without, mm-hmm. you know. Anyways, um, when you mess up, right, you only have so much room to mm-hmm. work, right? And as you mess up, the room gets shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. And oh, shorter. really? We'll talk after. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll let you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. But um, there comes a time where you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I can't undo these mistakes yeah you and 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 i I have to focus on getting it right going forward i asked my instructor i said hey do you think i could grab some new uh material and Mm -hmm. start over yeah and he goes do you really think that when you you're when you're on the actual job that you're gonna be able to just start over yeah that's the right answer no you're not so figure it out yeah so that same thing with this conversation we're going to go and start virtual reality when we can't even get reality right. Yeah. We should get reality right. Yeah. And virtual reality should be where the fun happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of things happening and that's a, it sounds like a funny anecdote, but that's something I was watching the other day and it and it's um it's a good point that what would make people want to do that what would make people want to jump into something like the metaverse which is it's real, man. It's like you you do. You you look like an emoji, right? And you you're bopping around. It basically feels like The Sims, and you can like, you have a house in it, and it, it's you just buy literal property. It's just an excuse for you to stop engaging in real life and keep your attention focused on the area in the in just the world. Another social media. Uh, it, it keeps your it keeps you in the zone where you have to be for Facebook and other entities. To get your information, to know what you're up to, mm-hmm. right? Have you seen on Facebook these things going around like, what? what is it? Like, 
I can't think of an exact one, but they're just like fishing for information, and they right. all have like six like little bil- surveys, six billion answers on them, and everyone's right. just like, "Yes, my birthday is on this day." Oh yeah, right? Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. So like a meme that says, "All right, what's what's your birthday?" It's what literally day is your like birthday? Ta- tag one person you know born on a Tuesday in March. <laughs> like what the what? Is, why? But why? Right? Tell me why. Like I follow this uh, this one page. I work in radio, so I follow all types of radio pages, and they always have funny memes and stuff like that. But one of the things that they do is, uh, you know, um, replace the word in a band's name with the word, like, penis or something, <laughs> something, you know, some, something dumb like that. But they usually are pretty funny things uh, or, okay. you know, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I see, I see what you're talking uh, about, yeah. And they feel like those, which you can't gather too much from people from those kinds of fun little things. But they've taken that formula and they're like, Let's what, try what to... shoe size do you wear, LOL? And people, everyone's just like, this is the answer, you know? Right. It's just crazy to and me. And everyone's so and worried about a computer a, chip. I don't see but a But that is the computer chip. Yeah, we don't need anybody to install. We don't need anybody to install a chip in our head because we are disseminating the information about ourselves to anybody who will who to to any website we sign into. Let's keep it on the on the conversation of politics, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Going forward, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. all about going forward. Who has the audacity? Oh, my mother. Sorry, mother. (laughs) We're we're busy. Better get her a nice card this year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, What I was saying was, what do you think going forward? Right, because we are clearly divided, right? And we already discussed social media. How we already know why we're divided, mm. right? Going forward, politically, mm-hmm. what is going to benefit us so that both sides, genuinely, both sides, are satisfied? What kind of political, whether it's nationally, locally, what are we going to do to make it so that not one side? gets everything and the other nothing or vice versa well you know what i mean like where it's just everyone gets some uh, piece of the pie i guess you would call it Mm -hmm. Uh, it's really hard for me to find a way to describe where we're at now because where we're at is kind of fucking stupid Mm -hmm. what kind of what kind of maybe political leader what kind of political move what kind of legislation? What do you think going forward is really going to kind of satisfy everyone, but not over satisfy everyone? Um, maybe a global pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Get everybody to understand how important life is and that right. we're equal and we should work together. That probably won't work, huh? Nah. Uh, I would say, <laughs> I would say, it is important to straight up get money out of politics and i'll tell you why if you and i were going to start a pizzeria okay i like pizza hell yeah lots of people do it's a good idea let's do it let's do it so we're going to start this pizzeria and there is nobody that's going to swoop in and be like if you put anchovies on all your pizzas i'll fund your pizzeria it just doesn't work like that right Mm. We are expected to not only uh, go out and find the support ourselves and find the money and make it happen ourselves from scratch. We have to maintain that as well. And we have to engage the community to make sure that we stay popular enough to justify our effort to maintain the pizzeria. Right. This is how it works. 
But in politics, if you say, yeah, I'll run, yeah, I'll run under that banner, then the millions just flow in. And all you have to do is what they say. Put anchovies on and your the, pizza. And put anchovies on every pizza. And the reason that's a problem is because those people Don't who like you anchovies. are answering to will yeah. never step foot in your restaurant. And in politics, they call them, um, uh, why am I not thinking, uh, lobbyists. Okay. And a lobbyist's job is to sway a politician to do the things that the entity the lobbyist represents wants, i.e. pepper or uh, anchovies on every pizza. And this is a problem because once this lowly congressman accepts this money or this favor or whatever and implements this policy in his little town and this state, the people who that lobbyist represents aren't going to go there and benefit from him. They just wanted it to happen. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because there's money coming to them somewhere else. It's right. always about so money. For them, so, money is not an object. They could just, now they have a place to go get anchovies on pizza. It's not about money. It's about favors and obligations to people that aren't your constituents. And if you're running for office, you have but one group of people you're obligated to and it's your constituents so the reason i feel very strongly that money needs to be taken out of politics is because it then begins to weed out the serious candidates and i mean that specifically the serious candidates the people they'll go make money elsewhere the people who are here to effect change just by uh sharing the idea with the community and really fighting to get the community to see the importance of it or if we're talking nationally the country but because there's so much money in politics it's never we're never going to get there because no matter how aspirational a guy sounds no matter how much he promises to stay out of you know you know to stick to the mission there can be a dollar amount high enough to get him to get off the tracks of course but if money is out of politics and the lobbyists and their entities that they represent can't come and say, we'll give this much to your campaign, right. then that they goes just go, away. They go to where their passion lies. And so like us – And real were, change happens. And so like if we were trying to open our pizzeria, we're not – depending on angel investors, we got to do this work all ourselves and be right. worth our salt and show people that we're worth our salt how, and, and trust that they'll believe it. How do we get how do we get money out of politics? Well, it was we were we were pretty close. We were kind of on that way. Um, are you familiar with Citizens United? Citizens United Citizens United is uh, a court case that saw its way up to the Supreme Court. Um, and feel free to leave in the comments if I get anything wrong uh, to correct me. But essentially, it's a it's a court case that was brought all the way up to the Supreme Court, and, and it was about that very specifically. Um, uh, corporations having the same rights as people. Okay. Okay. Um, and then donating to, um, which, how ridiculous is that phrase? You know, car has the same right as my dog and corporations has the same right as people. Uh, yeah. At any rate, so, there, so there's that, right? So now you and I can donate up to a certain amount f- f- for a campaign and that's great, you know, so there's still a little bit of that old influence where like, well, the richer people in society you know, wherever they live, maybe the politician thinks more about that community because he got a lot more bigger checks from that area. But there's ways to deal with that, too, and we can talk about it. But I'm just saying that Citizens United addressed those those subjects, uh, corporations being treated and having the same rights as people uh, who can be listed or, or not listed when um, big, big.
big checks are donated to super PACs and that sort of thing. And essentially the Supreme Court was like, mm, all of this is fine. Yeah, all this is fine. So it's like worse now. And it's just the more money you have, it's more of a guarantee you'll get what you want. And so people like us, no matter how much you pay attention, when you go to vote, this is what people mean by my vote doesn't matter. It's, right. it's tabulated. This is important. Your vote, your vote is tabulated. You're going to see it show up at the end of the election. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be in the form of a big number, and those are called votes. You're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. it. It counts in that regard. Right. But the way people talk about it, like, well, I'm going to fill this form out and put it into the machine, and it's going to be like shredded and come out the back and not go anywhere. Like That's not exactly what it means. No, your, because your vote... both, both sides, they have people funding their campaign. Yeah. So your, your vote's counted, it's tabulated, but when you say your vote doesn't count, I, I believe it's true in that regard, that you end up uh, hearing from a politician something that a, a lobbyist wants him to say, and so that's influencing who, you, vo who you vote for and whatnot. Obviously, one side has to win always, mm -hmm. but um, it, it doesn't matter which side it is, the winner is bought, mm -hmm. always. So That's how they get that far. And so both sides are guilty of it. Both sides probably have done dirty shit. And the problem is, is we are just oblivious. Well, we're not, we, we may not be oblivious to it. Some of us are, but, um, we have zero control to stop it mm -hmm. because when there's money involved mm -hmm. and people start disappearing, people tend to be like, yeah, I don't want my kids to die. I've been, uh, I've been pushing back against tradition lately. The yeah. concept of it, yeah. I like, like tradition. I, I, you know, the thing is, it's funny, is I love tradition. Okay. My, you know what my favorite part of Christmas is? What's that? The tree. Oh. I just love Christmas trees, and okay. I just want to bask in them when they're up. Yeah. I love Christmas I trees. I love real Christmas trees. Oh, always, always. 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 Um, so anyways, it, it, tradition can certainly be fun, but there's a bad kind of tradition, too, and it isn't actually called tradition. It's more like complacency, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, it gets masked as tradition and then becomes, you know, the reason that becomes the reason you can't change it. And that's okay. bullshit, you know, like, oh, this town's been run by this party. So we're just going to keep it going. Like you do right. understand that not everyone's affiliated with that party. Right. You do understand they still pay taxes here. You do understand they still drive down these streets. You still understand they attend your schools. They open businesses here. Like, oh, yeah. What kind of mentality is that? Right. And so, um, I just want to take this opportunity to remind people that... Just like, for example, Connecticut is notorious for being Democratic. Mm -hmm. But everyone I know isn't Democratic. There's a lot of people in Connecticut that are not Democratic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how... You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can talk about it. So um, I, I just want to take this opportunity to point out to people, like, again, about tradition. In America, traditionally, there are two parties. That's just the way it is. And you're going to die with that being the reality. So yeah, go do something else because you can't change that. Probably. Right? Yeah. I like but, to say probably because um, there are more people now, now that someone from another, the other party mm -hmm. is in office and the same things are happening, mm -hmm. people are starting to be like, yo, I think this is all bullshit. Yeah. The everyday person like me. Mm -hmm. People that are not into politics mm -hmm. are starting to be like... Keep talking. I'm going to do this. <laughs> they're starting to look around like this squinty look, and they're like, 
something's fishy here. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to have rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. Where the fuck are they? Yeah. Are they I stuck don't see in traffic? One rainbow, one color, one 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 stripe of color. It do- it doesn't exist. So that's where I was going with this. Is right. That's a tradi- That's a form of tradition. Oh, it's just the way it is. When that's what I'm talking about. When people look at something, oh, it's just the way it is. That is that's what you need to focus on because right. that's a problem. Right. Oh, it's just the way it is. That's how it is here. Oh, they're in an abusive relationship, and she's been with him for 10 years, so that's, that's just, just the, way, the it way it is? No, not the no. way. So that's what I'm saying is I'd like to take this opportunity to remind people that although it has been so easy up to this point to say, it's just two parties, whatever, we are, we are now just, we are just racking up examples of Republican presidents and Democratic presidents that are disappointing, aren't we? Right. And then it starts to feel like, you know what, let's focus less on that this party and this party are inherently bad or evil or incompetent. Mm-hmm. Let's stop that conversation and let's consider that there are other options. Always other options. And I mean that because that's true, but people don't really grasp that. Not when it comes to politics. No. There's two and that's it. Just imagine if Joe Jurgensen won. Joe Jurgensen. I'm just saying. I, I was almost tempted to vote for her just because it would be different. Just fucking do something different than this. What are we doing here? We don't need two parties. Yeah. You know, let's try. Let's try. I read her whole website. That was the most research I've ever done. Yeah. This last election was the most research I've ever done. Thank you. Thank you. Because what inspired you to do that? You can say it was that person. I can say it was the bullshit. But but before you got there, well, I know you were primed, weren't you? Oh yeah. By two parties that just let you down on a regular basis. I'm listening to two idiots. I'm listening to two idiots. On national TV. Uh-huh. Why is there only two idiots on national TV? Surely we we're... can find more idiots. Right. <laughs> There's no more idiots? And maybe, and maybe while we're looking, a few smart people. Right. Right. That's the point. And you may not be a big fan of Joe Jurgensen, that, or, or maybe. Who knows? I'm not asking that. But what I'm saying is, is why, why are we so hesitant to try something new? Because clearly – Right, we go back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth. Right now, it's a republic, a Republican in there for four years. Now it's a Democrat, and we're sick of the Democrat because it's been four years. So we're gonna try the Republican. Yeah. Oh shit! Now we're fucking sick of Republicans, so we're gonna try Democrat. Yeah, and just back and forth. And next thing you know, you're 80 years old. You didn't see any change. Yeah, and that's and that's that's what I really hope. This is the time where we we move from that. And we start to see, like I said, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the, well, they did this wrong and this party did this wrong. But, like, we all get it. So we can just simply stop talking about them mm-hmm. and look for other options. We don't have to discuss anymore if these are bad options. Right. Because we know now that Now it's incumbent are. upon us to look and for the more reasonable options. Th- and and I, there's only one for me. This is the only reason why I think that COVID, which – um clearly is a pandemic this is the only positive side to it turning political is that people are starting to see now Mm -hmm. that no one person is going to fucking change Mm -hmm. how a pandemic flows through people (laughs) it's not gonna happen yeah not gonna happen so all these people that were like yes biden's here i'm vaccinated let's go and now this new fuck you strain of covid is ironically affecting mostly people that are vaccinated and people well, are starting to no literally i, know, I mean i know, I know five people, are, people actually my sure. best friend just got vaccinated got covid the yeah. next week after and 
it, it to me whether whether what I'm saying is right or wrong, besides the point. I'm just saying though, when people politicians turned COVID to into a political thing, right? Yeah. They used COVID as a political thing, and now it's biting them in the ass. Oh yeah, because when their word. When COVID says "fuck you" to their word, mm-hmm. oh, this is what's going to happen. Just have faith in me. Yeah, you turned it political. Now it's yours. You own yeah. it. Now people are going to be like, "Wait a second! You told me, I, you know, I got, I got, I got vaccinated. I got two shots and a booster. Yeah, I'm supposed to be on a beach somewhere. I'm supposed to be able to make out with a random dude chick yeah. at a bar, <laughs> and 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 not have to worry about it. You promised me that. Yeah, because you made it political. Yeah, you know what I'm and that's 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 those are all those are all good points. I would have to say that the coronavirus is not a werewolf, and the vaccine was never intended to be a silver bullet. Right. It was but always it, it was, was advertised always to, as such, though. To bri- it was. I mean, and that's that's what I'm saying. I won't disagree with you there because I don't know everything you heard, and I know right. I know I know that the Democrats went out of their way to be like it's going to be okay. But I'm not even and just blaming they, the if, Democrats if, either because when Trump was in office. No, they I, they used COVID as as a political. My stand favorite too. thing to do is criticize Donald Trump. I don't think he's part of this conversation. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm serious. Why? What fucking month is it? Fuck right, him. Right, right, right. We're okay. we're talking about the here and now. Yeah. And Joe Biden, who I voted for, mm-hmm. is full of disappointment. Well, that, I mean, I, I have no did problem you, admitting did you that. Expe- but did you really expect anything from either outcome, though, other than disappointment? Oh, I expected things to be worse under Donald Trump. Absolutely. Worse than Donald Trump, you said? Under Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly, and this is just me being honest, I, I think it was a shit show either way. Just yeah. like Just like back when it was Trump versus Clinton, I think that would have been a shit show either way. See, and this is what it is, though, is not everybody has, like, when people have a conversation about the most important things in society, uh-huh. they can't pull it apart over the course of a podcast like we get to. Yeah. So like, there's there's lots of things you said that I like immediately. I'm like, wait, like, there's wait. There's so much to decipher because here. because right. again, I won't disagree with your assessment because you could have definitely you could have heard Joe Biden say, "I promise you won't get COVID if you get vaccinated." And if you did, that's fucked up because I I didn't hear that, but I don't doubt it. They right. all say all types of right. shit. I'm only saying that when you look into it, and I'm confident that uh, if I get vaccinated and I get boosted, which I will on Monday. That I could get COVID, but what I'm comfortable in is that uh, it's well. I should say it's it makes it more likely that if I get COVID, I won't be as sick. And this is right. the key. This is the key. If I'm not as sick, then I'm out of the hospital. And mm-hmm. if I'm out of the hospital, they're not inundated. And if they're not inundated, you can crash your car and go get treatment. You right. can sprain your ankle at work You're not bleeding and go out get treatment. In the you can cut room. your finger off in the wood shop and go get treatment. But if right. everybody's saying damn the rules we don't have to care because the vaccine isn't a silver bullet i'm just gonna go screw everyone and hope i get covid and then inundate the hospitals and then are we celebrating at that point you know what i mean i think either way either way i think it's a it's a fucking shit show and i'm not necessarily because i could be wrong right there could be it's a shit show but this shit show has cool ranch doritos and this shit show has lays potato chips right what are you feeling? Right. Pick you know? your poison. Yeah. So, um, like, I voted for Joe Biden because I felt like he was going to bring the Cool Ranch Doritos. I, genuinely... I don't like Lance potato chips. <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. I'm never going to disagree genuinely... with it. It's a shit show either way. I'm just right. saying, like, this is how yes. this is how I'm distinguishing. What, what I'm, what I'm, <laughs> so I'm not trying to say that Joe Biden specifically promised on air, do this, you'll be fine. But he's got spokespeople and stuff. However, like yeah, however, 
I'm speaking for the people that are just everyday average thinkers like myself mm -hmm. and just based off conversations that I hear, mm -hmm. right? So these opinions form based off of what I hear. Where did they get their opinions? Where did people get their opinions from? Obviously different um, influences. However, it, it was a big – I'm starting to see people that had all their chips in. Yeah, yeah. Start taking them out. And and, and and I'm not trying to say no, but I'm not trying to I'm not like trying to be like haha told you no yeah, it's a yeah, problem yeah. it's a fucking problem because those people were very passionate about this yeah. and they expected a lot and they didn't really get what they asked for and um, it sucks because a lot of people right they they really did not want to get vaccinated mm. and they they had to whether it was your job forcing you to or anything like that, um, and they did, thinking that, okay, I'm good. And now we, you know, people just, like my, fr I have a friend who, he got vaccinated just because he, he was sick of wearing a mask. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I was told that I don't have to wear yeah. a mask at work if I'm vaccinated. Yeah. I'm getting vaccinated. I hate this. It hurts my ears. He's wearing a mask It's hard to today, breathe. Isn't He's wearing a mask. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it, it's people being like, yo, I did everything you asked me to do. Yeah, and I still can't live a happy my version of a happy life. Yeah. Right? I'm not gonna say just because you you have to wear a mask your life isn't happy. No, fuck that. But masks are so minimal. It, it's the fact that I I followed you. Yeah, I listened to everything you told me to do, and now you're changing everything again. You know what I mean? And I know as we move through this, um, there's gonna be more research and and shit like that. One thing that really sh like did not sit right with me because I got COVID in August mm -hmm. and it didn't sit right with me when I first heard this. But now if you get COVID, you are able to go back to work with a mask on after five days. I know. I don't get the five days thing. Is that because, I don't get is that that part. because people got used to being home or people are not like, like it makes me feel like, oh. Now it's convenient for you, for us to go to work. Yeah. That's what it makes me feel yeah, like. Yeah, I don't oh, agree you, with you, five you don't, days. Oh, so you want to cut the time in half now. Which, by the way, I needed most of those 10 days to recuperate. I still don't have all my senses back, 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I don't now know it's what, convenient enough? I don't know what drives that decision-making, too, because it seems like they're trying to placate or satisfy us. But, like, what? Like, I don't, I don't want to thank you or reward you or commend you for trying to figure out a way to make you know me feel like my life is uh you know sunshine and lollipops in the middle of a pandemic it's a fucking pandemic right it's right. gonna be hard right and then the way i am like i i want to complain about so many things that like i come from marketing and promoting and this week alone i saw three major events for february or end of january get postponed this week yeah it's so uh it's so um, discouraging. I mean, the spike, the uh, spike but, is just but, naturally happening But I'm right going to say it. People are dying too. And then right. that's when I don't want to complain. Right. That's when I stop rolling my eyes and I'm like. It's not even about the complaint though. It's, my point in this conversation, why the fuck did anybody, despite the party, make COVID political? Why? Oh, we should all be help. on the they same fucking. We should all be on the same fucking page. We don't want people to die. We want to live. We don't want we don't want people to get sick. We want to feel good. We should all be on the same page as that. Who wants to get sick? Who wants to die? 
Yeah. I'm sure there are people, but I'm just saying, you know? It's uh, it's a tendency in America to, to make things political, but uh, you it should would, have never you, gotten that. You would like to believe that a global pandemic is inoculated from our, our worst And it's kind of ironic that a lot of people are making a killer off of this pandemic. Oh, yeah. A lot of people that don't even need a killer yeah. are making a killer yeah. on it. Yeah. You know? And it's a little crazy and a little fucking, like, like enough's enough. Yeah. You know? Like, just let's figure this out. Let's keep politics out of it. Yeah. And let's get to the fucking bottom of this and figure it out. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I know there's 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 scientists. I, I'm this is where conspiracy starts to. <laughs> there's scientists. <laughs> you gotta look hard, but they're out there. <laughs> this is where conspiracy starts to seep in, right? Yeah. Where I know there's scientists out there. Yeah. I just got this gut feeling that. Have you ever seen one? It's like almost <laughs> right. It's almost like, you know, a carpenter. You're, you're man. You're a carpenter. Your manager, your foreman, tells you, hey. I need you to get up there and replace, I don't know, that rafter. Yeah. Okay? You know, just fucking float up there. He yeah. didn't give you a ladder. He didn't give you anything. So it kind of makes me seem or feel like I have this gut feeling. This is the conspiracy in me where, yeah, the scientists are working effortlessly to um, come to the conclusion of this and get it figured out. Yeah. Are they given everything they need to figure it out? Are they purposely being like – held back a little bit to not figure it out because i'm seeing a lot of people making fucking money yeah i'm not making money i mean i'm making my money but i'm not making money money yeah yeah and i'm starting to see a lot of fishy things yeah. like oh wait healthcare workers they could just get covid go home for five days and then it's okay for them to go back to work as long as they wear a mask but before it was 14 days yeah now it's 10 now it's five yeah, I don't know. Is it going to be a day next? I don't, I don't know like, about five. I don't know. Can I have a half day? It, it makes I just it, got COVID. But, but see, that's what I say is like you made it political. Now you own it. Mm. Now you look like a joke because mm. you didn't know what you were talking about before. Mm. Clearly you don't know what you're talking about now. What, like, wh have why? you ever heard the phrase death of expertise? Yeah. This – is a part of oh, this conversation yeah. 100%. because you're right. I mean, the politicians don't know what they're talking about, but when they speak, you would hope that they're, um, they are repeating what they've heard from experts and advisors, etc. And that's just the way it goes. Um, but when you remove the politician and you push the expert out there, what the fuck, what good does that do? Everyone can't wait to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. The right. other guy did. Right. Oh, the the politician that want that literally just asked you to donate to his campaign five minutes before he brought me out here. Right. That's the one who knows about this. Right. But I'm lifelong in this position and I don't. You don't want to listen to or me. Or if that expert is bought. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many things that could go wrong in this scenario where as long as there's a profit to be made – the right thing is not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's it. That's that's worth, Morals that's are worth put pointing aside. out. That's worth pointing out, though, what you just said. What if the expert is bought? What, yeah. what if your wife's know? cheating on you? We know how fucking like, what, reliable the FDA is. Like, what What if McDonald's is putting bugs in the food? Like, we, it's just all of those things are possible. But at right. some point, um, 
we we were okay with putting people in roles, but now it's not a joke to say it's a conspiracy theory mentality. I mean, oh. there's always a chance for you to be like, well, what if this? And then you 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 resign to to checking out and not paying attention because right. you've already convinced yourself that any of this could be a, a facade. And I'm going to get myself worked up, but I got to say, the people who scream the loudest about how all of this is a joke and designed to get them to turn magnetic and Fauci's paid for, the one that they are steadfast behind is the lifelong criminal. I don't understand it. So everybody right. is right in the position or the camp they want to be in, and they have no desire to leave it. Right. And but for- you're but you're you're speaking on, and and both sides are have this. You're speaking on extremists, right? Yes, a hundred percent. Because you because know what? Because the extremists are the ones that actually cause issues. The be- people in the middle are kind of like, well, like me- I consider myself kind of in the middle. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to make a distinction. Conspiracy theorists don't move the needle. People who are not conspiracy theorists who have the biggest audience in news that pretend to subscribe to those conspiracy theories and gin those people up, move the needle. And that's where your that's where your societal breakdown and all of this other nonsense happens. And that's a real, real thing. And I'll say the both sides thing if you want, because I know that that kind of thing happens on both sides, but it's really prevalent. It's really, really of prevalent. Of and course it, it's and really it's, prevalent. And it's, and it's done for what? I'm only saying it for both sides because both sides are profiting from it. Yeah. Whether it goes, whether they, do do you really care? Like, do they really care who's in charge? To the to a certain extent, who or who's the face of right. being in charge? Do they really care? No. Nah. And, that, and that's both sides are profiting off of us and, having this friction. And even I and you're right. That definitely happens. I would use the word benefiting because I'm thinking about it in terms of power and vote getting. I'm thinking uh, about it as my, a dollar sign. Yeah. No. It's that's a part of it. That's a part. I of it think any time. The opportunity to have wealth and power are put into place. Any opportunity, morals mm-hmm. take like a backseat. And I'm not just talking about the backseat. I'm talking about like the back of the bus backseat. Right. All the way back. Yeah. There's, there's way more priorities than morals at that point. Oh, yeah. It's bullshit. So, yeah, money is definitely a big part of it. But the reason I say both sides benefiting is because to 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 build on what we were starting to talk about before – I do want to take this opportunity to tell people that it's been tradition to say two parties in America and that's it. And what we're seeing now is when, when, how are we so comfortable agreeing that both sides are fine with either side being in power because they both get the benefit, but also in this conversation discuss how both sides are as opposed to each other as they can be. I'll tell you why, because the power structure in the parties are the ones who don't care who's in power because things largely feel the same for them and they can benefit and make that money. Uh-huh. It is their constituents that are on Facebook literally physically threatening each other. each other. Or in person. Right? So that that's where the conflict is greater than it's ever been. But then at the same time, those two parties, the people on top of them, are like melding into each other. Yeah. And you know what? I want to point that out because – Above all their differences, whether it's at the top or in their constituency, they damn sure don't want somebody from a third party with a shiny new idea that is actually about compromise to raise to power. 
And that's why I said benefit and power as opposed to money. Because right. before you get there, you've got to get the people on your side. Then the lobbyists come right. and throw money at you. Because if you get the people on your side organically, the right way, and then you elevate yourself to a person that a lobbyist could use, they'll find you. Right. And they'll find your price. And then they'll use you. Right. So uh, it, it, it's, a, it's about money for sure. But we are definitely in a time... More so than ever, I really believe that uh, a third party could emerge, uh, or it, 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 this is this is when it would start, or at least have the opportunity to be in the presidential debate. At least, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm that's, okay that's with the terrifying. next. I'm okay with the next 24 years yeah. of either a Republican. Well. I'm, I don't know if I am, but either a Republican <laughs> or a Democrat being our president, right? Um, as long as the third party's there to have some say and on national television in front of the nation. And because that's, 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 that's where it starts. That's right? where it starts, and that's why it terrifies them. Because if you give them just a little light a day say their their piece and people are like i like the way that sounds i right. love to tell the story and a lot of people know it but the um the idea that um when you when there was a first televised debate it was the telegenic uh jfk versus richard nixon right who was not telegenic and if you listen to if you watch the debate on tv everyone was like oh this was amazing new technology look at this great guy he looks like a ken doll <laughs> if you and there was a survey and if you ask the people who watched it they said jfk won if you ask the people who listened on the radio, they say that Nixon won. Which that, is fucking That was bananas. the split. So I'm just bringing that up because lots of things influence. And so that's Smoke why. And mirrors. That's why they don't want to give a third party any light of day. Because oh, if, if you let them speak on the radio or a podcast, people are going to hear forget it. Forget about it. And God forbid you put them on a, a CNN debate. I mean, they could shoot into the stratosphere with popularity. And then where do you go? Right. And then what do the lobbyists do? Right. What happens to the power structure in the parties? What happens to our American tradition? It It's really funny because a lot of people are being impacted by this every day emotionally. You know, it's taking a toll on their life. They live, breathe, eat, and shit politics. Mm. And... And it's crazy because I, for I think I've mentioned this on this show before, but you take an extreme activist for the Democrat Party, mm -hmm. and same thing from the Republican. You put them in an interview, ask them the same questions. Yeah, I'm willing to bet everything that I own and exist for that those two people are almost identical compared to the people stuck in the middle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You take someone that's extremely passionate, uh, an extremely passionate Democrat and an extremely passionate Republican, and you ask them the same questions, they're going to have the same exact type of answers mm -hmm. with the same aggression, with the same passion. Yeah, they'll, they, they'll, they'll at least answer at the same volume. They are more similar to each other than they think, than, mm -hmm. they, than they can accept, than they can actually accept. And isn't accept. that the crime? That's the crime. That's the crime because we all know. I, I like to say – we all have to lay down and go to sleep at night. You, you, if you're homeless, if you don't own a bed, if you don't own a, a roof over your head, if you are a king in a castle, mm -hmm. like you have to lay your head down on a pillow or something like it, and reconcile what happened to your day, right? And in your in that day, and and think about what you're going to do tomorrow. So we all have that moment, and that's where we're our most vulnerable. You can't fake the funk in that moment. If there's something troubling you that you're worried about tomorrow, that's when it's in your 
in the in front your of your mind. Head, yeah. And so th- those are the moments that I think that everybody has. And that's something I've just always held on as like the, above all else. Like that's it. Because it, it can be a king in a castle or a homeless person under a bridge. Everybody's got to reconcile with their day at the end of it and prepare mm. for the next one. You know, and so I, I just, I like to bring that point up as an example that, you know, our, our, what is it? Our similarities far outnumber our differences and no one knows that. No one, it's no not, one acts like that's not, true and how can not it not be being, true? It's not being talked about. It's not, there's no light being shed on it because once we do that, they lose their power. Hence yeah. divide and conquer. Yeah. Hence divide and conquer. You mentioned it earlier. We're being trained a certain way. Right, there's a reason for that. Yeah, because there's a profit to be made, whether it's power, money, anything you want to add to that. It, there, there's a reason why we're being trained a certain way. Yeah, and hopefully people start to call bullshit out. Yeah, and hopefully people start to really have the the mindset to really think for themselves and to really form their own opinions and to really. Consider what they want in their in their life. Yeah, you know, tribalism is a is a is a big 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 deal because, um, you know, like you brought up football as an example before. You know, f- defending your tribe and fighting for your team, and you know, kind of refusing to criticize them, and you know, or refusing to give credit to the other team because they're the other team. But there's there's tailgating. Where yeah. you know two different teams are like, yeah, I I want a, oh, yeah. I want a hot dog. Like opposing please. teams, cheers, playing beer and all pong. This stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's 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 great, and um, that is unfortunately something Even, that hasn't transferred right. into that mentality when it comes to politics. You know, like right. giants, giants, giants. But in politics, there is no tailgating moment where we have a beer with the other side. This that is has gone this away. is our tailgating moment. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. People having conversations like this yeah. are a tailgating moment. When it, it, let's try to end this on a good note because we're almost out of time here. Mm. If I could say anything that's positive from this, because there's a lot of negative shit, and I understand, but that's the that's what you get when you talk politics, and especially in this world. Yeah. Um, one thing that we could at least try to be positive about is the way you have these conversations. Yeah. Try to take a step. If you're listening, try Good to faith. take a step back. Good faith. Yeah. Try to take a step back and listen. Yeah. Take a step back and listen to what people are saying. Take a step back, even if it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> even if you think, like, yo, this dude is on crack. But it like, comes from somewhere, though. So give him a chance right, to say it. Right. So just sit back, listen, literally, like, actually listen, and then. Form your opinion after, or not, or not, but try not to be so combative. Yeah, have a conversation like you and I. I'm, I'm sure there's a laundry list of shit that you and I disagree on, but that's that's how it is. Yeah, that's but normal. We're people in the world, that's gonna but, be true. But no one's reaching over the table or freaking out or like trying yeah. to fucking kill the other person like you guys are, and 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 realistically try to just listen and yeah. take a step back and not be so willing to fall for what they want you to do which is fight each other yeah you know try to be positive and try to be like okay well clearly that guy does not agree with what i agree with that's fine i'm gonna live my life the way i want to live he's gonna live his life the way he wants it i'm not gonna bother him yeah he's not gonna make me live my life any different i'm not gonna bother him i'm gonna live my life the way i want to live it i acknowledge he lives it differently and that's it yeah imagine that imagine if you just did that yeah it's it's a it's a good point um, I, I wanted to make sure I, uh, I brought up something that, like an epiphany I had the other day.
Because when I ran, I was fiting hard to connect art to to, to many issues. In Hell London, yeah. it's easy. But it's not like, oh, everybody should support art because it's an economic driver or because I am an artist myself. Like, there was something in there that I was, like, trying to say throughout the campaign, and I, I, I actually couldn't articulate it, and I realized it afterwards, and I wished I had thought of it. I don't know that it would have helped, but I, I, I wanted to make this message, and I, and I didn't realize that during the campaign I didn't actually make it as well as I wanted to, but I realize why it's so important to me to, uh, to push the creative mindset. It's not just about art. It's about creative thinking. I want to celebrate art in the community because if more people are have access to art and can appreciate it more than they can appreciate the creative mindset. And that my friend is where you find out of box solutions to problems that are old or new. Right. And that was the connection I wanted to make that that's why I, I, I talk about art so much or, or the cultural sector in any, in our, in our city. It's really about the creative there's thinking. No, there's it's about no. the creative thinking that will get you to a solution to a problem that black and white thinking won't get you to. There's no race in art. There's no, no, there's no sex in art. Right. There's no sexual orientation in art. Mm -hmm. There's no anything that you have in to talk about that could be a social issue right now in today's society disappears when art is involved. Mm. If you look at a picture of mine or a painting of someone's or a sculpture, it doesn't matter, or a song, there is nothing in there because anybody could could have created that you don't know where it came from or you do but there's nothing in there that specifically says this is only for white people right you know what i'm saying or right. this is only for fucking i don't know whatever you want to throw in there there's no there's nothing that divides people in art that's a that's a deep point to make not because... not not creatively you right. could divide up sure, creatively sure, sure. in art there are different but, techniques and right you know, but disciplines but life and art there's there's no divide in there, it's a common ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially with some. This is just my opinion, but some of the ridiculous shit that's being sold as art right now. Just saying, mm. someone takes someone takes like a can of paint and throws it on a canvas, walks away, sells it for a million dollars. Yeah. Your problem isn't with the artist; it's with the guy who paid a million dollars to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I got some words. <laughs> no, but but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's not it's there's nothing but the art itself. But it's still the same point you made. You take a can of paint, and you throw it on a canvas, and hang it on the wall. You can put a million dollar price tag on it, but and and hope it gets sold for that. You'd be upset if it doesn't. But one thing you won't say is this type of person can't come in and look at it. This type of person can't have access to it to see if they want to spend that or not. Right. It once it's this hung, type of person once, can't afford this. Once it's hung or right. you know the, the the play starts or the the music begins, it's to be interpreted and it's to be interpreted by everyone, right. you know. That's the beauty of art. Shit, we'll leave off on that because I don't think we get any more positive than that. <laughs> that was uh, fun. Yeah, it was a great time, man. Great time. And you know, damn well, hopefully you'll be back. Oh, I'm coming uh, back. There you go. This is, <laughs> this is your this is your little like. I'll probably have as much to say tomorrow, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> we'll, that might be overkill. We'll right. do it another time. Oh, for sure, for sure. No, um, no, I'm coming back, man. Yeah, for sure. You're always welcome. We have great conversations, and sometimes you know, sometimes they're like things that need to be said, and sometimes we, you know, just bullshit. And but I, I like it, man. Don't forget, I, I did run, and what does that mean? Real quick, it means I signed up to be in a debate. 
I right. want to have these conversations. Right. I right. enjoy conversating, right. and I appreciate the severity of the issues being covered, and I want to marry those two things together, right. that you can conversate about something calmly, even if it's a, a serious, crazy issue. Or if you seriously disagree. Because yes. that's our problem. That, that's the criticism. I, I was really surprising myself throughout the campaign. I was hearing from people outside my party, people telling me things that, that were contrary completely to what I believe. And at no point did I feel my blood boiling. It was just like that intrigued me more. I don't need somebody in my party to tell me that they agree with me on something. Right. It's nice to hear, but we both don't need that. No. I'm intrigued by this. Right. looking for that middle ground right yeah well uh why don't you let them know where they could find you and and uh and what you're up to or any anything that you want to promote right now or, or any plugs you want to make and um you know any final words that you want to say well i mean um i'm probably the most active uh on instagram it's the one i enjoy the most and i am long underscore shot underscore three um at Longshot3 uh, on Instagram. And um, I am a member of the New London Green Party, so you can always uh, find out what we're up to there. Um, and then I would say beyond that, maybe you can hear me on the radio. I'm on Q105 and 102.3 The Wolf. But for me personally, I would say uh, just, just it means so much to me that everyone appreciates what I appreciate uh, in the creative mindset and how much it can bring to us and that we really for many reasons should get out of a black and white level of thinking and try to open it up a bit more nicely said man thank you for coming to the show uh always welcome here and uh hopefully many more to come cheers and uh we'll see you guys next week thank you guys for tuning in